off the ball football. He was lumpy, wasn't he? But how he moved with the ball for someone of that size. Zidane could dance with the ball. Yeah. Could dance with the ball and drop his shoulder. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Koi Gig Pod on Off The Ball in association with Cadbury, official snack partner of the Republic of Ireland women's national team. Katie McCabe, a huge, huge goal. Very proud of the team's performance. We're going to go out there to beat them. We're going to try and beat them. Hello and welcome to a very special emergency episode of the Koi Gig podcast. Uh, Kathleen McNamee here with you and I am joined by Emma Carroll to react to the breaking news last night that Vera Powell will not continue as the manager of the Irish national team. That comes after a two-week review or a review that went in uh, about two weeks ago. It was submitted uh, and finalised into her tenure as the coach and also uh, how the World Cup unfolded. Now, obviously, this is something that we felt like has been coming for a bit of a while. Uh, Emma, we, I mean, on the outside, it looked kind of obvious what was going to happen. But I think a lot of people, especially fans, were still kind of shocked. Yep. If you look online, a lot of the reaction is like, why is this happening? So, and not just fans, there is some parts of the media as well and corporate sponsors and stuff like that. Like, we can't be under any illusion. Like, she did make history and get us to a World Cup. But the bigger factor is like how can we progress from here and if her tactics and stuff that's going on in the background has only brought us this far and the players seem to feel that that is as far as she can bring us then we need to look at our options and I think the FAI have probably eventually made the right decision. They probably handled it quite badly uh, over the last few months but um, ultimately after a review which should be done probably after every World Cup um yeah, probably the correct decision for everybody to move on has been made. Yeah, just to explain to people a little bit in terms of the process and how it all worked. So it's not, I don't think it's mad unusual in football for a review to be done after a World Cup, no matter how things go. And especially if a contract is up for a manager, it's not that unusual, as was the case with Vera Powell. Her contract ends at the end of this month. So basically the end of this week, she will be out of her role. Uh, Mark Canham, who is the director of football within the FAI, he was tasked with putting together a report that would look at her tenure prior to the World Cup and everything that happened during the World Cup. Now, obviously, the stuff that went on during the World Cup was quite public and that herself and Katie McCabe having not not agreeing shall we go with on certain things um, so he did a report talked to all the players talked to her talked to the coaching staff and then that report was presented to the FAI board last night by himself and also Jonathan Hill who is CEO of Ireland of the FAI and then they had to make a decision based off of that report um, through the board of directors so the report we haven't actually got the findings of it and I doubt we will we might hear a few leaks and stuff it's actually been kind of strange though there hasn't been as many leaks um, over the last couple of weeks in terms of what players were saying but the few bits that have been reported is that there was only two players on the squad who actually wanted her uh, to remain as Ireland manager and I know a lot of people have said um, to me over recent weeks well for footballing reasons alone should she not get a new contract but I I don't really understand why people I I agree there's the football side of things but like you, it's kind of in the name you're a manager you you manage people <laughs> I think from the footballing reason thing like yes she brought us to a World Cup which is probably the pinnacle for us but 
okay, the results in the World Cup, you know, we scored one goal and we got one point. Obviously, there's room to grow from there. So to bring somebody in that can improve us and grow from there. Obviously, this is going to put an awful lot of pressure on us to qualify for the Euros and for the players because if it's seen as player power, which seems to be a lot of what's going around, and I don't really like that phrase because I think it's negative connotations. Um, And obviously there's egos in the squad because there has to be. For players to want to push themselves and get to an elite level, there has to be a certain amount of ego there. Um, But I think from the football point of view, is it really from a footballing point of view if we play five at the back? and Like, you know, people Mm. can have their opinions on which way we play, but... There has been rumours that a lot of the squad was taking things into their own hand, like um, during games, which, you know, it came out when the Nigeria game, when Vera was saying about Katie and stuff like that. But I didn't see a problem with that. I seen, I think players have a right and anybody has a right to kind of suggest things, like the players on the pitch. I think it's in any kind of industry like you can suggest stuff to your managers and like people don't always have to agree yes ultimately the manager is going to be making the decision and that's fine like I can see that happening in male and female footballers like I'm sure Steven Gerrard has had those run-ins with Rafa Benitez you know like it has to be a thing like this has to happen like and I think there's a general acceptance as well especially in the heat of a game that you know you're there's like 60 odd thousand people shouting you're in the heat of a match things maybe aren't going the way you want them to go you might be a little bit frustrated you're going to shout at the manager manager might shout back at you or sure, like you even see the managers on the sidelines screaming at players to do things like I think it was probably all the stuff that happened afterwards that escalated a little bit more um, and like credit where it's due Vera Powell's footballing system did get us there I do think she came in at the right time like I think we hit a peak where after the disappointment of qualifying not qualifying for the Euros I feel like there really was a shift change in mentality with the team in terms of what they wanted to do and what they wanted to achieve as a group and like you even see it with say the likes of Courtney Brosnan like a lot of the work that she did that was with Everton and like I'm sure the national team setup also helped in that but obviously you're with your club a lot more there was a lot of like personal development between players and I think we were inching towards getting to that World Cup one way or another Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what the players say in the coming weeks or if we get to hear from Vera Pau as well um, obviously we'll be chasing that interview like probably every <laughs> other Irish podcast and journalist at the moment um, one of the things that comes up in this sort of situation is the, what you mentioned about the player power and again I'm kind of with you on that I'm not a massive fan of that phrase because I do think it has quite negative connotations and I think you know 21 odd people say that they are don't like someone or they don't want to continue with a certain management style I, I don't think players should be done down for that I think definitely questions can be asked as to you know well why did you feel that way the public facing thing all along has been that Vera Powell gets on with us we're you know committed to that style of football I think we will need to ask those questions in the coming sort of weeks but do you think there is any way that Vera can feel a little bit aggrieved maybe and I suppose uh, wondering you know feeling like that the players do have a little bit to blame because they are the people on the pitch at the end of the day 
obviously she's going to feel like that. <laughs> she's not going to go, yeah, okay, great. I got you to a World Cup and um, that's all we can say on the matter. Um, of course she's going to feel a bit aggrieved by it. Like, we don't know what's going on in the dressing room um, and the reasons for it, but there was a review, as you said, and you would have to hope that the reasons are legitimate reasons um, for this. But ultimately, her contract was up. um, And if they felt that now was the time to move on and try to push forward and not renew, then, like, that's fair enough. Um, I know there's people saying that, should they sign the contract before the World Cup? But I don't think you sign a contract ahead of a big tournament because anything can happen in that tournament I think the right thing to do was hold off let the tournament happen yeah do the review and then move on from there I always wonder whenever coaches get contracts before a tournament the same with like Jorge Vilda like last summer before the summers unless it's I don't know Serena Wiegmann or someone who is absolutely standout coach has like proven track record success and there's a lot of people sniffing around trying to attract her or like I don't know an MAs or something like that I, I feel like it's much smarter to leave it until the end of the tournament and do a full review. Yeah, especially in this case because of all of the background stuff as well that's been happening um, in America and with Houston Dash as well. Like, you don't know if she's going to sign a new contract and are we going to get more articles in six months' time? And this brings more negativity to the camp. Like, I feel like we didn't get enough time to be excited about going to the World Cup Not because everything that was going ar- around from the minute we qualified to right up to when the Irish team left and that um, press conference just before they headed off. It was all just negativity. Um, So I think it's time to move on. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I asked a couple of uh, the people who listened to the Koigid pod on Twitter last night what they thought about it. Kind of mixed ones. Um, Jamie says, I agree with the decision. To be honest, we need a more attack-minded coach, which I think is a lot of people's hope um, for whoever does come in, we don't really have a clear indication as to who the FAI might be lining up. Uh, we just got confirmation there about five minutes before we started recording that Eileen Gleeson will be the interim manager for those first two Nations League games. Uh, the first one in the Aviva against Northern Ireland and then against uh, Hungary. That one's over in Budapest. Um, and I think it's Tom Elms, who was Vera's assistant, is going to be supporting her. So there is a continuity there, which is good because I think people kind of forget that, yeah, it's cool that we're playing in the Aviva for the first time, but also these games really matter if we want yeah, to yeah, qualify. Yeah, and yeah. we are stuck in League B, <laughs> which is not where we want to be. Um, so yeah, that's definitely going to be really important going forward. Leah Russell says it's the right decision. She did great, but she has taken the team as far as she can. Be interesting to see who they offer it to. Any one in mind that you would quite like to see come in? Well, like, there's a lot of names doing the round, and I think we can um, say some names and be in dreamland if we want, uh, which is perfect. Uh, this is the fun part. It is exactly. We can kind of go, oh, this person would be great. Like, I seen Laura Harvey's name in the paper today, and I just like I laughed, laughed so hard inside. It's like. Yeah, brilliant. But like, yeah, we absolutely have no chance. Like, she's probably in line to be the USA coach now, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's some the case. of the lists and some of the names that are being thrown around at the moment. Very much feel like people don't know a lot of women's coaches' names, and they're like, oh. This person would be cool and interesting. That's totally a viable thing. In fairness, Vera Powell did come out of nowhere, yeah. So that could be the case again. But as you say, Laura Harvey. I think unlikely. that's probably a little bit unlikely, yeah. Um, like, I hope that they do go around the, the recruitment process like rigorously because there are some good managers and 
if we can coax them. But mm. a lot of them are in good jobs at the moment. Like um, one name, which I said to you earlier on, which also appeared, which is a bit left field, was Matt Beard. And he came into my head um, when we said that we'd record last night. I was like, I would probably not want to really lose him from Liverpool. I think he's gonna done a really good job, but maybe he is somebody that would mind coming into an international gig. You know, he's mm. managed clubs for a long time. Um, he's won WSLs. He's he knows a lot of our Irish players. Um, <clears throat> Niamh Fahey get working. Niamh Fahey, Meccan <laughs> Campbell, Jan Kernan. Um, like he's worked with all these. And anytime I've heard interviews with former players and players that have retired, um, friend of off the ball, Julie Flaherty being one, they always go on about how great of a manager he is, not only from the football side, but also as a people manager um, and something like that where somebody has a lot of respect and knows the game. I think that's what this team needs because mm. they need to also respect the person that's coming in. Um, and he's also very into the development of players in the long term as well, which is something that we need. Like we talked, obviously we just had Onyo Gorman retiring, but also there's a lot of other players there who are probably at most have like another year or two in them. And we need to make sure that the pipeline coming behind them can, you know, continue yeah. the success that we have had in getting to a World Cup and hopefully improving on it. We do. We need to, especially in defence, and actually Matt, that's one of Matt Bird's strong points is mm. his defence. And when we've got players that probably are coming near the end of their careers, hopefully we get another few years out of them. But like Nifahi, Louise Quinn, uh, Diane Caldwell, they're three stalwarts of Irish football, but they're not going to last forever and we need to start seeing the movement. Um, probably unlikely, but I think that's probably one person that's actually kind of in reach. So if you were going down that road. Um, the other name, which I think keeps coming up and it's definitely not going to happen, is Casey Stoney. Her family have just moved to San Diego, so I can't see it happening. She has signed uh, Kira Caruso, obviously, as well. So she has probably been keeping an eye on a few Irish games as well. Um I can't see it happening. I think if I that was shocked. to happen, we would be po- literally popping champagne. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we like we will jump on a microphone and we will <laughs> pop, 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 and we'll be clicking all the way. Like we can get a campaign going. Like you know, bring in Casey. Like please, and your co- cooler box as well. We'll take that as well. Mm. Um, another name which in my head would be great but she's definitely not going to come it's Carla Ward <laughs> I'm yeah. just such a big fan of uh, Aston Villa and how they've played and what she's done and how she's turned them around it's just been incredible and she's a coach and a manager that's on the rise but Villa is too much of a good project at the moment but if the FAI were going out seeking that type of manager mm. or going after the likes of her yeah, that would be I'd be impressed with that. Like even to see her name linked or conversations are being had, even if she doesn't come, it's a move in the right direction. It's kind of unfortunate that Northern Ireland got a manager like Tanya Oxley. Yeah. I mean, a similar at, kind at of long, long last. They actually have a manager. I mean, that search went on for far too long. But that sort of manager would have been really good for us. Someone who's worked under Emma Hayes, yeah. who's like, as you say, up and coming manager. I wonder, is there anyone in Carla Ward's kind of like background staff or something who would <laughs> come and join us? But yeah, no, I totally agree with all the names that you've put there. I think those are definitely the sort of names that the FAI need to be looking and not afraid because it's a good project is an interesting project like there's a lot of really talented young players coming through who we actually didn't get to see at the World Cup as well you know you look at the likes of Jessu who's out even Ellen Malloy you know all those younger ones who um, Jesse Stapleton 
there's a lot more to come from these Irish players and I think if we can get someone good who comes in nurtures the talent in the league and is also looking at the you know the championship where a lot of Irish players are playing now I think it would be interesting Um, Dave at Dave Fitzlike says qualifying for the Euros is the priority and if it's a close call I'd have given Vera Powell the benefit of the doubt as she's proven able for that to clear the air with the players and apply a filter to her press dealings is far less work than someone new coming in starting from scratch interesting that he thinks it's able to kind of like clear the air with the players would be easier I actually don't know man like I hope they do like yeah of course you know like at the end of the day as you said at the start she is always going to be a part of our history and she is always going to have that mantle of I brought them to the first ever World Cup and I don't think like I think history as well will definitely be kind in the sense that after a while everyone including the players will probably forget bits of what has happened over the last couple of months and it'll just be like ah that was a fun time (laughs) um at les tunes so i'm not sure it's the right decision but then again we aren't privy to everything also is this a reaction to the report from the us that came out last december uh i don't think so i think that way no i think this is just a a general build-up of things Emma, thank you very much for joining me for this emergency Koi Gig podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, We will be back for the start of the WSL season, providing that nothing else too dramatic happens in the next couple of weeks. We've got the friendly in the Aviva first. Oh yeah, we have the friendly in the Aviva first, so we will be back for that. Uh, The Koi Gig pod on Off The Ball is sponsored by Cadbury, official snack partner to the Republic of Ireland women's national team. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you very soon. The Koi Gig Pod on Off The Ball in association with Cadbury, official snack partner of the Republic of Ireland Women's National Team.